So literally me doing Gospel Fest was just a dream come true. Like always, you know, would like push to be at like a provincial center or like a Staples Center or Madison Square Garden like that. Yeah. And like, I finally got the opportunity to like do it. But I just enjoy being there and being a part of it, like winning. Like I knew that like we were all winners that night. Like we're ministering the gospel in front of literally thousands of people. And it is like incredible. Like that's a win in itself. Yeah. So like I wasn't focused on winning. I just wanted to minister and just have fun and enjoy myself and you know tell people about Jesus, tell my testimony. Happy to have you here, bro. I was thinking today, man. I was like, so I've had this is probably maybe like a tenth or twelfth episode with a guest on, right? And okay. Trying to think of, I had people from all different walks of life uh you know from bakers to fitness people someone that worked in the fbi authors so on and so forth oh, i haven't wow. had anyone in the music space yet so you're uh, the first. let's go back however many years when you say when you could kind of say this is the time where you showed an inclination or kind of started your music career your music journey when was that and kind of walk me through that a little bit so I really started rapping like um, towards like when I was in middle school, like I was I was just interested in music and um, just hip hop, you know, all the hot songs that were out at the time. And um, I was like, man, I want to try and rap myself. So when I first started, I just started playing around with stuff, rapping about just like anything, like literally juice, food, hmm. um, just being a kid and that then turned into getting a little bit more serious in high school when I did uh, my first ever talent show. So, you know, the talent shows in high school, like, like if you do bad, people are going to tell you. Yes. But if you yes. do good, people are going to tell you. And yep. it really sparked my, um, my music career because I did it. And it was the first time I did, like, something in front of people and stuff like that. And... Every, like just all throughout the day, all throughout the act, like people were like, yo, that was dope. Like it was just rounds of applause. Like I was, I was rapping and I had a friend who was like um, dancing with me as well. Mm. And they just received it really well, really well. And even so um, we did it four periods out of the day. The first two periods, I was like fourth in the lineup because that was me in the original lineup. But just after the reception was just so crazy, like everyone was just talking about it and they received it so well, they actually put us to the end for the last two periods of the day. So oh, wow. that was like, that was like really dope for me. Like, I was just like, wow, like they really like it that much. Like they want to put me as the finale. So it was like, it was a real cool moment and it just made me want to rap more. Um, of course, I like it when, you know, people respond to it well and, you know, just, wanted to you know make music fun and stuff like that but um when it comes to my gospel and christian rap that came later because i was uh you know just an artist you know just rapping um you know in the world about like girls and money and all just things that you know i don't want to represent anymore ever since i gave my life to christ so you know i give it all to him now mm -hmm. so so um in 2017 that's when i actually joined travelers at the time Nice. And I got uh, I got saved, was reborn again. I've been in the church my whole life, but that's when I really started taking my walk seriously. Uh -huh. And I even learned what a walk was and what a relationship with God was mm -hmm. um, compared to religion. So, um, of course, naturally, I was just like, OK, like I have this ability to rap and I have skills to rap. But now I just got to transform it. I got to contort it now and flip it mm -hmm. so I did that and ever since I did that man I loved it I've gotten nothing but you know just positive responses from my music mm -hmm. other churches will ask me to come out and minister um me and um as you know just we start our own ministry rap yeah. ministry and it's just been a blessing man it's been a blessing man I yeah. love to hear that that that's that's an incredible testimony it's like um like you said like having a passion and a skill set uh, at something, but then at a certain point, realizing that the the stuff that you're rapping about, you're not you're 
you don't want, like you said, you don't want to represent it anymore. And then to be able to pivot the way that you did, where you're kind of melding these two things together, the most important thing, you know, being Christ and the Lord and having that kind of brought together with your passion and kind of forming what, what you're doing, I think is really incredible. Yeah, thank you, man. Hey, I all praises be to God, because I can tell you, like, about four or five years ago, I never would have thought about doing this. Mm -hmm. Like, just never. So it's just amazing how God works, honestly. Yeah, that's dope. I love to hear that, man. And you yeah. said travel. So 2017. So it, so in 2017, when you joined Travelers, is that around the time that you started um, that you started? Christian gospel rap, or were you kind of doing that a little bit before then as well? That's when I started it because before I was just doing, uh, just rapping about like other things, okay. but not, not okay. about God. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So it's about three years now. And then, so Christ like walk, right. I want to know like, Oh yeah. When that song came out and tell me a little bit just about sort of that process. Like that's, that's your first single, your first official song that came out you came came out swinging with like, yo, this is a, a huge song. And I, I know that you probably, there's probably a lot that went into, you know, creating it. So it's kind of walk me through that process a little bit too. Okay. So um, I started, you know, transforming my music, totally just changed it over and just wanted to, you know, do gospel rap from now on. Um, so I wrote like, uh, there were like two songs before that, but I didn't put them out, but I did, uh, you know, minister them, perform them, but Christ-like walk right. Um, so basically how that came about, believe it or not, uh, I was talking with, uh, what's it called? My ex at the time. And so she, we were just communicating back and forth because she had reached out to me uh, a little bit even before uh, the moment that I'm about to describe to you. And um, we were just just catching up with each other and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um and she actually used like um a curse word in like the text that she sent me mm -hmm. and at the time like I was just transitioning over I was trying to like get away from like that and just anything negative or what I knew you know wasn't you know honoring God yeah so literally I saw it and I just said in my head I was like I'm trying to get my walk with Christ right literally that just kept going in my head like I just said it and then I was like, hmm, walk with Christ right. Walk with Christ right. And then the next thing I knew, I was in the car and then I started recording a voice memo and then I started writing lyrics. And then wow. literally, that's how Christ like walk right came about. I know it's like one of the most unusual stories, but that's yeah. the honest truth. And I was just like, this is a dope concept because I was going to call it walk with Christ right. But I wanted to put like wordplay on it, you know, something different. Mm -hmm. I was like, Christ-like walk right. That's perfect. Mm. And so I did that, started recording it. Now, the reason why it took so long, because remember, this is all 2017. Yeah. I, you know, just in my walk and as I was just, you know, being a writer more and, you know, growing in Christ, I just wanted my lyrics to honor God as much as possible. So I had written, you know, the song out already, mm -hmm. but I just found myself um, after listening to it over and over after recording, just like I can I can use this line to honor God more. Like, let me switch this. Mm. Let me change this up and let me switch this. Now, it was a three year process and I know it's super long, but other things come up. Um, you know, studio time costs money, this, that and the third. I had to, you know, get my money up to record and mix and I had to learn how to distribute my music like all of that was a factor yeah and yeah. um so I finally figured everything out I got the song how I liked it and uh this year that's when I came out and promoted it and what I love about the song um and that is my first song is that it's not just a song it's literally a lifestyle because I can sum up everything in Christ-like walk right like if I were to describe who I am and what I represent literally in a short way, I would just describe it to someone as I'm trying to be just like Jesus. So Christ like walk right is literally just a reputation of me that that shag that's who he is he's trying to walk like Christ and be like 
um, what I believe to be our creator. Mm -hmm. So that's that's what, you know, Christ-like walk right is and what it represents. And that's how it came about. That's a powerful story. Yeah, yeah. And that, yeah. that time period that you just mentioned too, the three years, it's, there's like, <clears throat> what I think about, you know, being into music and stuff and, and, and more on the producing side, right? And how mm -hmm. what I str struggle with definitely is coming up with, with an idea, a melody, a sound, something that sounds really good everything like from the from having nothing to having a four bar loop that something can absolutely be turned into this all that stuff i'm great solid i feel very confident and comfortable with that everything after that the stuff that you just mentioned the mixing the mastering the making it sound correct and all that stuff that is something that i haven't delved into really virtually really at all at this point it's kind of just like i need to spend more time with that and like learn that a little bit better um mm. or a lot better i should say but it's interesting though it's like when you when you have when you have like that long period of time that you just mentioned i would imagine and i'd love to hear from you like there might might even be more of a of an appreciation from yourself like once it finally is ready to be heard and be released to the masses right yeah no for sure because i'm big on like not releasing something and just settling like do it the way you want to do it and how you want to do it because what would happen is i would listen to the song and i would like it mm -hmm. but there would be something that bothered me in it and i just wow. be like i can't put it out like this like i gotta change it yeah and then the frustrating part was that something else would come up and i'd be like i gotta change it and it just kept happening and happening mm -hmm. but i knew that you know i just had to get it right and then once it was right you know, you just know, you know, as an artist, you just know, like, okay, this is it. Uh -huh. And so, um, uh, and also I had to also learn to not to overthink things too much. Okay. You know, as artists, we can tend to do that. Like maybe something that is like not that big of a deal to somebody else, but it's a big deal to you. But at the same time, it's like, you can leave it. It's not like the end of the world type thing. Right. So I was dealing with that too. Um, but at the same time, I'm like, no, like I have to like it the most, like as an artist, like you have to like your music the most because you're the one putting it out and you, and then we all have to listen to it for the rest of our lives. Like once it's out, it's out, you can remix it, fix it, do what you want to do. But that first initial, like, okay, I'm putting it out yeah. and it's everywhere. You don't want to have like a regret, like, ah, I should have changed this or changed that. Yeah. But even in that, I'm also learning like, okay, you can use that to improve it for the next thing as well. Because mm -hmm. like, you know, nothing's perfect. Like even when you try to perfect your song, like it might not come out the way you fully want it to, but of course yeah. you're going to try your best. You know what I mean? I wanted to talk about uh, McDonald's Gospel Fest. Your experience. Oh, okay. There. And, you know, I want to know about just what that was, what that experience was like, bro. That man praises be to god because that was a big moment for me i just like even uh before i turned over to gospel rap like i just always had dreams of performing in stadiums and doing concerts and you know doing tours and stuff like that yeah so literally me doing gospel fest was just a dream come true like always you know would like push to be at like a prudential center or like a staples center or madison square garden like that yeah. And like, I finally got the opportunity to like do it, but more. And then I just enjoy being there and being a part of it, like winning. Like I knew that like we were all winners that night. Like we're ministering the gospel in front of literally thousands of people. And it is like incredible. Like that's a win in itself. Yeah. So like I wasn't focused on winning. I just wanted to minister and just have fun and enjoy myself and you know, tell people about Jesus, tell my testimony. Yeah. Um, but that was an incredible moment because you're literally just looking out and like, even as we walked out on the stage and like the other contestants are rapping because I was, um, I'm trying to think, what was I? I think I was last. Was mm. I, last? I think, yeah, I was last to go. Wow. And so I'm just looking like literally like behind me yeah. And I can just see like the big monitor and the screen. Like I'm just in, I'm taking in the moment. Like you yeah. can like 
people, like the contestants are rapping and you can literally see me just like. <laughs> yeah, looking around like. Because oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. it was just, it was so cool. And then just to have the support of my church, like pastor, first lady was there. My family was there. Wow. And um, just everyone was just, you know, so supportive and, you know, it was, it was just awesome. And then to win was just a blessing on top of it. Like I said, like we were all winners that night, but for them to call me the winner, it was just overwhelming. They put your name on the uh, projector in the middle. Yeah. And like, you only see like stuff like that on TV, like on a basketball game with the big square and you see the people on there. And like for my name to be there, it was just like, yo, this is a crazy moment. Like, wow. But yeah, Gospel Fest was awesome. And just a shout out to McDonald's for letting us be able to promote, you know, a religious event, because I know that's big, like not big major corporations always do that. But yeah, shout out to them for having something like that. Being invited to perform there is such a huge thing in itself. Winning there as an artist, I kind of feel like as an artist, you, you do what you're doing because you're passionate about it. And you, you know, hopefully all artists out there, you know, have um, sort of confidence, right, in themselves and knowing that what they're doing is good quality, they're putting the effort in, they're talented, all that kind of stuff. Um, but man, oh man, to, to, yeah, to have your name called at an event like this, I, I could only imagine, I'm putting myself in, in, you know, a scenario of some type of producer thing, right, getting a song mm. or something, that is... That's like, uh, like, uh, un- like you said, unbelievable. Like, and and to have your support system there, yes, you'll probably never yeah. forget that moment. I, you know, that's that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, and and it was just one of the venues that I always wanted to hit. Like, I always had dreams of doing Prudential Center, which was the Gospel Fest was at. Yeah, um, Madison Square Garden is like my biggest one, Ooh. and like MetLife because it's just those home like yeah. stadiums you grow up. You see concerts or sporting events at. Sure. It's like, yo, to do a, a show here one day would be amazing. And then so to be at Prudential, which was one of them, was just like, it was just unreal. Mm-hmm. And the year before that, it was actually at um, Newark Symphony Hall, which is actually, which is still a decent sized venue. Yeah. But it, but it's not a, like a stadium. You know yeah. what I mean? Like this was a stadium and they, they, they took it away for that year. And then for them to bring it back, it was just, it was just, uh, just, like a blessing on top of that because I would because um I would have been happy doing either one yeah. but of course like I really wanted to do Prudential you know so right. I was just happy how everything came out no that's super dope man that's that's really cool <laughs> after that song came out you have another song now I want to talk a little bit about that uh Believer I had a chance to just listen to that as well earlier today super dope song you got two members of our church that that are on there which I was yeah. like that's great stuff. Tell me a little bit about, you know, the the process of kind of going through ideation of that song and kind of how it, how it got put together. Okay, so uh, Brother Matt, um, as you know, is, uh, what's it called? He also, he, he plays a lot of different instruments, but he also produces, uh-huh. and he produces, like, a lot of my music, like, uh-huh. just creates beats and sends them to me. Or, you know, we'll be just in the studio vibing out and then he'll create a beat like just right then and there. Mm-hmm. And so um, he showed me the Believer beat one day and we were just playing around with it, playing around with it. And then he, you know, he sent it to me. Um, and then like, it took me a while to start working on it, but I just got in a mode where I was like, I want to work on something today. And it was that beat. And I never, you know, forgot about like that beat because it was just really, um, really attractive. So I was just like, all right, I'm going to finally um, touch base on this one. And I started right into it and I came up with the lyrics that I wanted. And I was like, OK, now we got to go record it. So we go and record. And at first it's just um, my verses on there. And of course, you know, Matt produced it and he's engineering and mixing everything. But then I was just like, yeah, I could put another verse on here. But you know what? Uh, I want to see what how Justin feel about being on this. So, And the thing was also, just so happened to be at the same studio session 
after we recorded my verses and we just played it for him. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yo, this beat is crazy. I love this song. Yeah. And then like, of course, you know, afterwards I started thinking like, I should ask Just to do this third verse. Like, I should ask him to do it. Like, you know what I mean? So I asked him, he did it. Absolutely killed it. it. It's yeah. my favorite verse on the song. <laughs> oh, you know, oh wow. Like, yeah, okay. I like And that. he's just, yeah, man. And, and he's just awesome. And it's just a blessing to be able to do something with the three of us. Because, you know, yeah. we're really good friends. Same members of the same church. We all make music. Yeah. And it was just like, all right, it's time. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's just awesome that we all have something coming out. And uh, so just to do something together was just, it was just incredible. And I'm just so happy that it's out now. And I'm just happy that I'm growing as an artist and learning how to, you know, distribute my music and just getting it on those major platforms um, as well. Yeah. And just learning that, you know, the process isn't that hard because it's something that I've always wanted to do, put my music on iTunes and Apple Music and yeah. stuff. Yeah. But I just didn't know what to do. But once yeah. I sat down and, you know, I figured it out and I learned. Yeah. Like, okay. It's not that it's not that bad. And I'm just happy that it's out now. That's dope, man. Yeah. Now, now you have that. That's one less thing that you one less hurdle or thing that you have to worry about for the subsequent releases. You you know how to do it. You know that it's not some crazy gray area of like what mystery, you know, kind of thing that you have to figure out. Like you mentioned, I use one called you. You heard of DistroKid before? I'm sure you've heard of it. That's the one I got. I bet, yeah. So yeah, that, that's DistroKid. You can't get you can't get better than that, right? That's like yeah. And even like DistroKid is fire. It's 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 it's, um, it's almost like why isn't why isn't everyone using? I don't know what what I'm what I'm missing with it. Hopefully nothing. Uh, but yeah, it's super dope. It's really good. Yeah, it's just early competitors before DistroKid. That's all. Like they have like big names as well. Yeah. But I feel like DistroKid is is starting to be like the new modern day like like the one. Like it's the main one because they have like CD Baby and all and like the other ones and stuff yes. like that. But it's just the perks that come with DistroKid, which makes it really unique. Like, yeah, and it's so I do enjoy use, right? Like you can get everything yeah. just immediately. And then even like Instagram, TikTok, and all these places, you can get your music for free or not free, but included with the very, I think, affordable price. You can get that stuff for your stories and everything. I'm like, yeah, exactly. I post I, I post on the story all the time. I saw your music on there. I'm like, yeah. okay, he knows about it. Yeah. <laughs> He's you up know, on it, so that's what's inside up. info. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I love that they do that. And another dope thing that they do, if there's a new music outlet, they automatically upload your song there, so mm-hmm. you don't have to like go back and be like, oh, add this one. Like it's just automatic. Oh wow. Okay, yeah. I, I didn't know about that. That's dope. So you don't have to go. Oh, okay. They can just. That's that's really good. Because yeah. when you have a huge catalog, you know that can that can be time consuming having to go back and you know, exactly. it over and over and stuff. I got to ask this question next. So mm-hmm. I was, I'm, I'm thinking about these performances and I'm putting myself in, in, you know, your shoes for a second as a piano player. I remember, and I mentioned the same story, actually, you know, my, my two, two interviews ago, but I have to share it now again, because it's very, very uh, relevant, but mm-hmm. um, high level, I was asked to play the piano at my school assembly, right, the school that I teach at. Uh, and I just got Ooh. so nervous when I was asked because that was the first time of me ever playing in front of people. And this was about a year ago now. And oh, immediately okay. what I was thinking was, Shaq, I'm like, yo, I need to I need to like respond to this email and like come up with a reason not to do it because I'm nervous. <laughs> I'm nervous. I don't want to, you know, I don't know if I mess up, that kind of thing. But, you know, yeah. I, I ended up going on Facebook on a Facebook group and I ended up asking, I said, hey, guys, you know, I have a, a Facebook piano group that, that I, I frequent I said, Hey guys, you know, I have my first, you know, performance uh, at my school. And I said, any advice that you guys have and the amount I had like a hundred replies of these extremely wow. thoughtful things. A lot of which that can be applicable to anyone doing anything in front of people. Um, and I'll, I'll, I'm going to send you a link if you're interested in checking this out, because I did an episode of my show on this shortly after it. Cause I was just so, I was like, all right, I need to chronicle this experience. I need to talk about all of these, like maybe the top 10 tips that I got there and then talk about how they translated into the performance, which was extremely just like 
not stressful at all and more of a, a, a thrill and a high type thing that you feel being able to do something musically, right, for, for an mm -hmm. audience. And so, so now after doing that and after doing a lot of stuff through like on Reddit Live and stuff, playing for people, taking requests and doing things virtually, but still kind of, you know, performing in a way virtually, I, I don't feel like I have really any nervousness to play. Time will tell once I have a chance to do it in front of people again. Uh, but I don't feel like I have any nervousness to do that. But I want to ask you, in, in terms of like, we talked about the past anniversary performance and yeah. then just now at McDonald's Gospel Fest. And I want to know, like, are there nerves? You know, if so, to what extent? And how do you get yourself in the mindset to say, yo, I'm about to perform in front of thousands of people right now. You <laughs> set yourself up the right way to, to be able to kill it like you did. So I'm really more so like anxious than nervous. Right. I'm just like, man, I just, I just want to rap. Like, I'm, I'm like excited. Yeah. And where that came from is just back, like I was telling you, uh, my first performance at the talent show at high school, I was extremely nervous, like the first uh, period that we went. But then, you know, once the music came on, the lights are there, everyone's watching you. Once it starts, like you just go. And then after I got, you know, a good positive, you know, reception and stuff like that. It's just all the nerves just went away from like when I was gonna, yeah. you know, perform again in the future. Yeah. And then like ever since then, maybe like one, two times I've been a little nervous before, but just always like once the music starts, I'm good. Like, mm. you know what I mean? Uh -huh. I'm good. And I'm really just more so just anxious. And of course, like, um, a big thing on preparation is just doing it multiple times. Like I administer, you know, of course at the church a bunch of times, yeah. other churches. Um, and um, again, before I became a Christian rapper, I was doing events and stuff like that. So I was used to performing, you know, in front of people already. Mm -hmm. But um, Prudential is definitely different because of the amount of people. But I think that like, just the fact that I was doing, uh, just a dream of mine helped take the nerves away. And it was just more like excitement and like anxiousness to just get up there and do my thing. Yeah. I love that, man. I love that. That's, 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 yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It's like you, you, I guess if you have no, no bit of anxiousness or nervousness, then I, I don't think that's even necessarily a good thing. Cause that maybe something else is going on that you just like no emotions whatsoever, but using that anxiousness to like, to let that kind of make the performance that much more ener energetic and powerful, I think is super dope. Us being men, men of God, you know, in our, my 30s, I don't think you're in your 30s, right? I think you're in your 20s. No, 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 I just turned, um, whoa, I forgot my age, 26. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, once you start forgetting your age, that's 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 when you know right there. You're like, okay. oh. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, hold on. I just had a birthday, so I had to think. <laughs> yeah. I got you, but no, nah, man. I think um, I just yeah, I think it's it'll be I'd be remiss not to mention just um, how, you know, knowing you for a few years now, and you know, being at some Bible studies with you and seeing how you carry yourself. I think it's extremely important to to just share with you that, you know, I see in you just someone who is setting the best, like being the best type of role model. We see what what we are perceived as, as Black men. Mm. See what yes, absolutely. As. And when we have, like, when we have uh, the ability to be able to, to do something that we love and have it be for the Lord and in a way where, where it's genuine, in a way where it's genuine, um, I think I've learned that even if you don't realize that people are watching you, people your age, people older than you, people younger than you looking looking up to you, it's still like important to know that there are like I'm one of them. I'll be honest with you. I'm one person that I kind of look at what you're doing. I'm saying to myself, like, this is a young brother who's, you know, who's in his 20s and is is in love with the Lord and is never, ever um uh, not embarrassed, but like doesn't downplay that for a second. That's 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 yeah. who you are, your brother Shaq. That's 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 a major part of your character, and I think mm. that's that that's important. That's a, that's super important. I just want to say I'm proud of you for sure with that. 
And, um, you know, just thanks for what you're doing, man. I'm, I'm like honored and blessed to know you. I'm excited to have you on the show right now. It's like, like I mentioned earlier, just super looking forward to just chopping it up. Cause I, we, we never, we haven't spoke in depth in a, and probably ever, right. Kind of in passing and things like that little conversation yeah. here and there, but I knew in, in hearing some of your thoughts, like I'm, I'm thinking back on Wednesdays during these long Wednesdays that I used to have working and then doing the, the tutoring at the church. I remember it. They don't know. They don't know. Kevin was grinding. Man, those days the were tutoring. Then the Bible study, then you got to go home. Yeah. Bro. It was Kevin be doing it. I'm going to let y'all know now. Kevin was doing it. He's still doing it. <laughs> yeah, my man. I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, you know, it was, it was intense, uh, but just being there amongst other other believers and being able to have, like, I missed that. I'm, I'm sure, you know, this, yeah. I, I wasn't even going to get into that as a, as a conversation point, but I think it's a perfect time to talk about that. Like being not physically in the church, um, it, mm. our church is doing an extraordinary thing right now, mind you, like in terms of pretty much not skipping a beat, right. When everything started, I think yeah. much that first week, if I'm not mistaken, there was, there was still ways to get, to get the word um, mm -hmm. incredible. And I'm just thinking about how just being once the time is is right for us to be able to get back in person, like that's that's a it, it's an exciting thought for me, and I'm sure everyone else in the church is like looking forward to that, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely, and and that's you know as of course you know Thanksgiving's tomorrow. That's one thing I'm thankful for is just a church, a pastor, a first lady who like they just do everything in their ability to make sure that we get fed the word. Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like in the midst of a pandemic he held church from his house mm -hmm. you know what I mean like he just made sure that we were going to get fed no matter what and that's one thing I'm thankful for is just our church family the leadership and mm -hmm. everything that they do like you you hit the nail right on the head like we didn't miss a beat even in the midst of everything I'm I'm super grateful for that man I, and I second that for sure man yeah I remember, yeah. I think in 20, I think around 2017 is probably when Jess and I joined as well, right around the time probably that, that you did too. And, you know, we okay. will never forget um, going to a few churches, trying a couple, couple different ones out and just kind of leaving this church and both of us saying right to each other, like two things. One is that we, we were like, we can't wait until next week, until next Sunday to go to, to go to this church again. And that was something mm. that's, that's a pretty powerful sentiment. It's like, um, we should want to go look forward to every Sunday to go to every church, but the idea of us finding one that we were like, we felt the genuine love here. We love everything that you guys are doing. And yeah, it, it's, I'm, I'm so, I could definitely relate to that. Just being thankful that, thankful to have that. Cause I know that a lot of people don't, a lot of people, you know, you ask them, Hey, what church you go to or something. Sometimes there's like where they grew up at with their family and then they're still there, but they're looking around and they're trying to find, you know, where they're going to get, um, you know, their needs met and everything in terms of, um, you know, having the right things there. But yeah, super grateful for that as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I'm going to segue conversation. I got two more questions for you and then I'm, uh, I'm going to let you get back to your fiance. Okay. That's <laughs> All right. <laughs> so my first question, um, I want you to think about uh, a billboard that you have a chance to put something on a billboard wherever you want. Um, and I want to know, you know, take a moment to think about it. What would you put on this billboard? So recently, um, just as of yesterday, I was looking at the verse of the day and um, it was just talking about how like an encouraging word can um, take away worry and anxiety from somebody. Mm. And, you know, as I was, um, what's it called, reading the scripture, maybe we can post it in the link below after this is over Definitely. but um the biggest thing i got from the scripture was that encouragement kills anxiety mm. so i would put that on a billboard and just so people could read it like no real advertisement or anything but like just those words so as people are driving they know okay i should do something encouraging today i should do something to encourage someone because we know that anxiety and like depression and worry is rampant in this world mm. so just for the antidote just to be simple encouragement like you can do this keep pushing mm -hmm. um 
Uh, whatever that person told you is not true. Just little stuff like that. It can go such a big way. So if I, if I had the chance, definitely something uplifting, mm -hmm. one. And then I guess two as a second option, it got to be one of my songs. Because <laughs> I always had a dream of, you know, just being on a billboard. Yeah, like yeah. My artwork and the song promotion. So love those are the two things I could think about, yeah. I love that. Or maybe there's like one billboard. So you're going northbound, you see this. And then when you come in southbound, you see the other stuff on the back. Ah, right, right. I mean, you know, it still kind mm -hmm. of qualifies, I think. That's Absolutely. I really do like Absolutely. that. Encouragement. Say that again for me. Encouragement. Yeah. Encouragement kills anxiety. anxiety. And I'm thinking about expanding on that more with something, maybe even uh, like writing it down or like preaching it in a video because... I also do that, try to do that too, like just get a word out and, yeah. you know, do it through my Instagram or I have like sermons written down in notes on my phone. Yeah, um, yeah. And I'm just really thinking about that. So that's E, yeah, E-K-A, like E-K-A, mm -hmm. like I'm thinking about doing something with that. Mm -hmm. So it's copywritten on here, don't steal. Yeah, I was going to say. I'm about to like make <laughs> Maybe I poor, um, man, poor man's copyright. It's in my yeah. Email. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I like that though. That that is powerful, man. Yeah. Anxiety. That's like a that's a big deal. It's a big deal. Um, mm -hmm. having something that's you know selfless like that, where you're saying, "Hey, look, this is going to reach some people. We don't know how many, but pe some people driving this will read these three words, three words, and that could affect yeah. what it is, how they're moving that day or that week or that month, and they're like, oh, yeah, this, you know, this is.'" this has helped the person that I've encouraged. I see a difference in them and things like that. I'm, I'm even thinking about it now. So I, I'm, I'm like, that's, mm. a, that's why I love asking questions like that, because now it allows for that. That's a, it's a monumental question. I think, what do you, what, what's the best thing that you can think of right now that you want to share with the world? Um, yeah. And usually for all intents and purposes, I mean, I've gotten some really powerful uh, powerful things that I want to eventually, maybe on the hundredth episode or something, maybe do like each of them on somehow Ooh. highlight them all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like a nice collage. Yeah, of everything to yeah. Good idea. Montage. Yeah. Montage. There you go. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Make yeah, it like yeah. a quick thing where it's like boom, everyone's thing. Yeah, that's good. I'm I'm gonna definitely do that. I didn't even think about that until this moment, but it's gonna happen. Definitely. Yeah. No, for sure. I say do it. Yeah. For sure. You, I was gonna. I was gonna say. You mind if I get it? Actually, it's in my phone. Oh yeah, go yeah. for it. Yeah, yeah. I could read. I could read the scripture off. Yeah, of course, quick, man. I just remember. Take a, take a quick break. Get the kinks out the shoulders real quick. You know? <laughs> yeah, right. Stretch <laughs> it out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but yeah, no. Um. So I have it right here, and it says anxiety weighs down the heart, but a kind word cheers it up, and that's Proverbs twelve twenty five. Wow. So. It's just really powerful, man. That's just really powerful because I'm just thinking about it and I'm just like, it does really weigh down, you know, your heart. It makes you sad, you know, when, when you worry about stuff, like it really starts to eat away at like your mental. Yeah. But when you're getting uh, like life uh, spoken into you and just give people giving you an encouraging word, like, no, you can do it. That's not true. Mm -hmm. Keep on trying. Like, you are awesome. Like when people really like speak those words into you, it kills everything that was just told to you. So that's, I would definitely put that. And I just feel like as people are driving by, like it's always good to get a nice encouraging word. Maybe someone I have a rough day at work or right, something. Or right. Don't feel like going to work that day when they see that. And they're just like, you know what? I need to stop. And then like, they can use that throughout their day, you know, right. Billboard, billboards are, are powerful powerful they yeah. are so many people so it's so many people will see that you know depending on where it's at and i'm thinking i'm thinking like of how important it is i guess with anything in life that you know is important to do and will be positively impactful you know in your life or in others lives of being being intentional about about it whatever that thing mm. is you know and i I 100% struggle with it. I'm, I'm hearing you right now. So I'm, when you're, when you're saying that I'm immediately thinking of my grandma, I'm immediately thinking of my grandma I need to call her tomorrow and I need to talk mm. to her and I need to put some encouraging words, you know, on her mind. Cause she's, she does 
get anxious about about a lot of things, you know, and and I get, of course, worried. She lives in New York, and I get worried about that sometimes. Yeah. Um, but man, if something else doesn't always come up, and I think I need to kind of, you know, fix that. I know I need to fix that and kind of be like intentional. This is what I'm going to do, and nothing else is getting in the way of this. And I'm going to do this every this day, every Thursday at six o'clock p.m. You know what I'm saying? We have absolutely. We have phones that will allow us to be able to be reminded of important things, right? Instead of the reminding us of how this person hasn't posted in a while, but they posted. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. No, those reminders are every, I use them every day. I I have to, because I will forget, like, especially like when it comes to like notes, like a word, like I just said, like writing it down, like, I'm like, I got to put this in the reminder because things happen. I'm going to forget. Cause I, I, I get a decent amount while I'm driving at work and, you know, so I'm using like, you know, my headset, like, Hey Siri, remind yeah. me, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, cause like, if I don't do that, like I will forget in the I midst of working and driving, you know, reminders or everything. Yeah. yeah. I need, to, I need to get on that. I, but I, that I, word intentional is powerful. Like you said, like, just be intentional about it. Like yeah. set a reminder put notes up on your mirror, like all types of stuff yeah, or yeah. get an accountability partner. Like your wife is the number one accountability partners to be like, yeah. Hey, I was supposed to call my mom today. Don't forget to call your mom. T-. Like she'll just, yeah. she'll be that like anybody. Oh, man. You know? So yeah, yeah man. Man, super dope. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Work. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. All right. So I got one more question for you, a music related question. Uh, okay. Of imagine you have an opportunity to go to a dream concert of yours with five ah. favorite artists performing one after another, and I'll be there too because I'm sure it's gonna be five dope artists. I'm I'm, ah. I'm there too. That's, that's <laughs> what are uh. me and you and our wives? Well, at that time it'll be wives. So me and you and our wives. What artists are we going to see at this concert? Hmm. This was a good one. I was thinking about this. So, all right, there's there's definitely like off off the top. There's um my favorite gospel artist period is um William McDowell. So, I would definitely want want him to be there. And then my favorite gospel rapper is Bizzle. Okay. I don't know if you ever heard of him, but Okay, but yeah, Bizzle would be big for me. Um I'm trying to think. Another one, possibly just just because of like stage presence and like the impact he had. Yeah. Michael Jackson comes to mind. Oh yeah. <laughs> he definitely comes to mind. Just his uh-huh. impact. Um, I like Lecrae, of course. Mm-hmm. Lecrae is incredible. Just the impact he's had on Christian hip hop is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um. You said five, right? I can't forget myself. I gotta be there. Ah, I like. I want to rip the stage myself. Absolutely, Uh, yeah. If if you if if, as an artist, if you're not one of your favorite artists, uh huh, it's kind of like it's nothing wrong with that. But I'm definitely one of my favorite artists. Like I'm not ashamed to say that. (laughs) I love that, bro. That that was a purple. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't, for whatever reason, didn't think about it. I didn't think about it. me when I'm asked that question, even though I don't, you know, <laughs> me, like playing some of my beats and like vibing to them, which I'm cool with. But I, yeah, I like that, man, yeah, that's that's dope. So you'll be able to listen to your influences um, and and enjoy the concert, and then you're like, all right, for the fifth one, you just like come from the from from the audience, and you're on yep. doing your thing. Mm-hmm. I love that, bro. Super dope. Super dope. Absolutely. And I think that was, I think I have one more, probably like, I would think like a classical artist, but just to maybe another curveball, kind of like, just so let them know, like, yo, like the stuff that you're, you're, you made influence all the music in the future. Mm. Like even people like, you know, Beethoven and Bach, like they influence every genre. Yeah like without even knowing it. So I would love to like play them a modern day song and then be like, how did you guys do this? <laughs> you know? Like how incredible would that be? That would that's, be pretty sick. Absolutely. Like, yeah. 
I think that'd be pretty dope. You know? I love Especially it. you playing piano, like just like one of your favorite pianists from like back in the day. Imagine them playing something now, like a hip hop song and seeing the influence of the piano on like an R&B or hip hop song. Right. Their, their mind would be like, I had no idea that this is going to happen. Right. So part of yeah. it is, is being able to see this legend play. And then another part of it is, is seeing their reaction of like, like they're plucked from like the 17th century and then they're just like on stage <laughs> playing a piano. They're like, what, what is this? Like, what is going on? Yeah, like, 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 why are there so many sounds? <laughs> like, what is going yeah. on here? I love it. Though. Yes. That's, that's really dope, man. That's really dope. Absolutely. Bro, yeah. this was dope. Um, just again, just want to say, just keep doing what you're doing. You and I, we're gonna we're gonna get some kind of collab, something going on soon for sure. Yeah, it is well overdue. Definitely, definitely. Um, we'll definitely get something going with that. And yeah, just really proud of you. You know what you're doing, and um, praise God. Really encouraged, encouraged by it. And there are people that are that are watching you move. I think there's so much, so much. You know, social media and stuff. There's like a lot of people doing different things there's the people that are that are um you know doing things related to their passion that are you know music wise or cooking or whatever you're doing and moving that then is you know other people that you follow that you're close with that are posting stories things about their life and stuff and then there's celebrities just like so much content so mm. much stuff but when you have things that are especially you know men of god like us when you have things that are uh related to that that is that's the most important thing right everything yeah. else is kind of secondary it needs to needs to be looked at as like as secondary and you know and it, it stands out and it's powerful and i i'll even mention too um with regards to my youtube channel you know when i first started i i didn't have much i didn't really have any mention actually of um of anything you know christian related in the concepts it was it was conversations about personal development things like that I may have mentioned here and there, you know, I prayed on this or, you know, that kind of thing, but I didn't really like mm -hmm. talk about it like openly. I just kind of like, just, uh, I guess, put it, put it to the side and had a different focal point, I guess, on the show. And now, you know, upon praying on that and reading about it and um, reading about it, meaning reading about um, how important it is, especially for YouTube people that are, that are, you know, building their brand, it's critical that people know who you are. Um, yes. If you yeah. and so what happens is, I'm a man of God. I love Christ. I love the Lord. This is not being edited. This is going to be on. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be on on this episode. And what mm -hmm. happens is, you're going to have some people, maybe, probably, that are like, man, I came to this guy's channel for the music stuff, for for tutorials on iPad stuff. Now this guy's talking about the Lord. I'm not a Christian. I'm this. I might not be, I might not be with it. And that's fine yeah. because the flip side is now you're also going to have some people who didn't know this about me and are also believers and are like, whoa, yes. that's going to build that bond even closer. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not right now. And I've never been in the game for, you know, trying to make this just a whole bunch of people. I want people that are that are loving the content, that are uplifted by the content and that are loving how I'm moving and how I'm moving is, you know, is, is the way of the Lord, what the Lord tells us to do. And that, that's something mm -hmm. that I had to learn, right. H having you on, I have another young lady on, on in a few weeks who's, um, you know, her name is, is Nicole and she's a woman of God and she's doing some of the stuff you were mentioning about having a word and doing these types of things. She's moving, okay. moving with that and super uplifting content as well. And I think it's just exciting that even friends of mine who watch these, who may not, um, you know, be necessarily religious people, but for them to kind of hear Kevin, hear me talk to someone else about something that is extremely important in my life, openly about it, and maybe be, you know, maybe be blessed upon it for themselves as well, is is exciting. Just thinking about that, you know. Yeah. No. Amen. You you will be surprised of who you reach and impact because mm -hmm. there's like people on my Instagram that I didn't even think they were paying attention. I'll see them in person and they'll be like, bro, I love what you're doing. Yeah. This yeah. is incredible. And like, I just have no idea they were even paying attention to me. Yeah. Yep. And so it, it's, it's strong. Like 
like you said, and that's that's gonna happen with you. You're gonna get viewers and people that are just like, man, I had no idea, or just keep doing what you're doing. This is incredible. Like I'm a believer myself. Like you're definitely gonna get that audience as well, and it is gonna bless you without a doubt. Right. Without a doubt. Yeah. Without question. Well said, bro. Hey man, last thing you can let my audience know how to reach you on your socials as well as where they can stream these two dope songs you have out. So you guys can officially, uh, it, as simple as it is, you can actually just Google it. You can Google my name, Shaquille Jones. Even easier, just I'm on Apple Music, Spotify, uh, YouTube. Um, so my first single, as we talked about earlier, it's called Christ Like Walk Right. And my second most recent single is called Believer featuring um, Matt Major and Just Murray. You can also find that on Apple Music, iTunes, uh, Tidal, um, YouTube, everything. So mm -hmm. yeah, so basically everything. So, um, and just to stay connected with me, the best social media platform is Instagram. You can find me um, at brother underscore Shaq, S-H-A-Q. Awesome, bro. You know what I love about that, man? When, when you first said that, I was just thinking, like, imagine if, if I was like, yo, man, ask the same question. I'm like, yo, you know, how can they reach you? How can they listen to your music? Like, oh, yeah, just Google me, which is kind of <laughs> just Google me real quick. And then it has everything. They don't yeah. have anything you need. It's all good. I'm like, yeah, yeah cool, it, right? it's actually something new that I've been trying to uh, start implementing. Okay. Because, of course, the typical thing is you can find me on this platform or on this platform. But if you go to Google, it's literally everything. Mm -hmm. and and you right. can and they can even find lyrics like you know how you said you go on rap genius yeah if you google my name you can find christ like walk right and believer you can find the lyrics too i love it man so yeah. that's just yeah it's just something new i'm trying to do <laughs> yeah. wow, that's, that's cool yeah you want it to be easy like look you up even even mm -hmm. if they just type in shack if they type in s-h-a-q you're gonna come up right on there on yeah, it's either going to be me or the basketball player. Most likely the basketball player, because I'm not on his level yet. I'll be side by side. Like, it'll be him, and then it'll be right there, right after. There it is. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Bro, man, I appreciate it, man. I'm about to go upstairs, and I'm, I think I'm going to give me, like, a bowl of cereal, cereal right now. I was just, like, craving hey. I don't know why. So I think I'm just going to do that, you know? You got to eat, man. I know you're going to eat tomorrow. There you go. There you go. I, <laughs> I, I absolutely will be doing that. Someone posted a, uh, I, I'll, I'll send, I'll send it to you um, when, when we're done chatting a, a story, and I'm not going to do it justice. Maybe, maybe I'll put it up actually on the, on here. I probably will too. It was a story. It was like you know my face when when I peel back the um, uh, aluminum foil on the on the mac and cheese, and this woman's face. It was just you'll see it, <laughs> you'll see it here, and then I'm gonna send it to you later. So you Yo, that just sounds crazy. I'm just, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it, it was, it's accurate too. It's like, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. I wonder. Yeah, if the Thanksgiving ever, memes is a vibe. Yeah. Oh, they're awesome. I wonder if anyone's ever, uh, if anyone has ever uttered the words, "Who's not lactose intolerant?" I don't really like mac and cheese. Like, is that Ooh. a thing that anyone can say? You can't. You can't really say that, can you? Like, yeah. I don't know. Uh -huh. if I, I don't know if I trust you with anything else for the rest of your life. <laughs> I don't think so. I can't trust. I love you. cheese, so I'm right there with you. <laughs> Point blank, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. All right, bro. Yeah, so absolutely. I'm gonna let you go. Thank you again so much for coming on, and uh, have a blessed evening. Say hello to the fiance for me, and uh, absolutely see you soon. Likewise, say hi to wifey for me, man. Thank you for having me. Yeah.